Attention all. Do you have a passion you want to showcase or have a drive to inspire the community? Apply for the Centennial Campus Community Programming Grant today at go.ncsu.edu slash grant for a chance to earn $2,000. The views and opinions expressed during Eye on the Triangle do not represent WKNC or NC State student media. Your dial is currently tuned into Eye on the Triangle on WKNC 88.1 FM HD1. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Eye on the Triangle. This is Avery, and I am the news editor at Technician, and I'm here with... Hi, guys. This is Abigail. I am also with the Technician. I am the assistant news editor, and today we are going to bring you guys some news from around the Triangle. So the way today's segment is going to work is Abigail and I are going to present three news tidbits each to each other, and we'll kind of have a live reaction. The other person may have heard these things, or they may have not. And so that's kind of what we're going to do. We're going to talk about some NC State news, but also some news that pertains to Raleigh and the Triangle area. Okay, I'm going to start first, and I'm going to talk about... The fact that Ruckus Pizza is coming to Tally Student Union. So for those of you who may not know, Ruckus Pizza is a popular pizza place in the Triangle area. There are four locations around the area in Raleigh, Apex, Cary, and they are bringing their pizzas to Tally Student Union. They're going to be located between Jason's Deli and Los Lobos. And if you've been at NC State for a while, you know that that is kind of a cursed location because we have Red Sky Pizza, which was there and was abominable. Abigail's making a face. Do you agree? I have heard terrible things. I have never tried it myself, but... The line is never long, I'll just say that. Right. And then I also think there was a sushi place. I don't think it lasted very long. So... We're going to see if Ruckus Pizza can break the chain. Um, It's going to be called Ruckus Fast Fired, and they are going to serve a variety of specialty pizzas, wings, and salads. So this is really exciting. Hopefully we can get a good pizza place on campus. College kids love pizza, and so having some nice pizza will be really exciting. So Ruckus is also owned by two NC State alumni, Robert and Ashley Royster, who graduated in the classes of 1989 and 1991. And is it bad that I know that that's literally the year Taylor Swift and her boyfriend were born? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's embarrassing, but, you know, it's true. And two of their four children actually go to NC State, and their third is starting in the fall of 2022. So that's really exciting. We're having some alumni come back with their business. And that's some new NC State news. Are you excited about that, Abigail? I'm stoked. I love a good pizza. Only if it's good, though. <laughs> right. Keeping the fingers crossed. So my first little tidbit is from an article from the News and Observer. They are holding a chicken wing bracket leading up to the Super Bowl. The chicken wing bracket is like a sports bracket where they had a list of a bunch of local wing places 
and they are going through every week and people are voting to decide which one is the best. Today, we are recording this on Wednesday the 9th. Today, the finalists were announced and it is between Heavenly Buffaloes and My Way Tavern. You can go to the News and Observer website right now to vote on who wins. I thought this was kind of crazy. One, because their list was so long, and that was just for, like, the final little bracket. But they had, like, 16 um, different wing joints on their list, which was kind of impressive. Like, I know Raleigh is a big foodie area, but that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, when I first saw this, though, I was like, what is a wing bracket? And as somebody who eats mostly plant-based and forgets that the Super Bowl exists, I was kind of taken (laughs) aback at first. But once I figured out what was happening, I kind of thought it was funny and very reflective of the Super Bowl. So it's kind of cute. And I think it's a really cool way of sharing local businesses. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know about that either. And I'm the same. I'm a vegetarian and don't care much about football. So wouldn't have learned about that any other way. But for all of you wing connoisseurs out there... This might be something you're interested in. On a less fun note, Wake County is going to evaluate its mask mandate in two weeks. So the Raleigh mayor, Mary Ann Baldwin, has met with some Wake County public health officials on Tuesday, the 8th, to kind of see if the COVID-19 numbers were looking better in the city and if they could stop requiring people to wear masks in public buildings. This is from an article from the News and Observer. But she asked, quote, I would just ask people to please be patient. We have another meeting in two weeks. We want to look at the numbers and make sure we're doing the right thing and go from there. But I'm pleading for patience and grace. So it seems like she's getting a lot of pressure to keep the mask mandate from some people and then to take it down from other people But it looks like she is going to reevaluate in two weeks. They also think that there's going to be some updated recommendations from the CDC in the next week or so. That's what Baldwin said. And so hopefully we'll have an update here soon. And what does that mean for NC State? I don't know. Right now we have a mask mandate because we are currently in Wake County. But if this were to go away, would that mean that our mask mandate would also go away. Who knows? My guess is probably not. The university would probably keep the mask mandate, but that could happen. And some other news, NC State's COVID numbers have gone down. If you just check the dashboard, it's looking a lot better from the beginning of the semester. So that's encouraging. Make sure and get vaccinated and boosted, people. So another little tidbit for this week is that Professional cricket is coming to North Carolina, which I think apparently, to my shock, it already kind of is. But (laughs) the city of Mooresville and Major League Cricket plan to turn Church Street Park into a multi-million dollar cricket venue within the next year. And it's going to be nice enough to hold the 2024 T20 Cricket World Cup. And they anticipate trying to do that. It sounds like the park's going to be undertaking a lot of renovations to kind of bump up their infrastructure to be able to handle such a World Cup. Yeah, that's that. The venue will also still be available to the community for local use. 
and is home or will be home to two local teams. Um, first of all, I didn't know North Carolina had a cricket culture. No, I was just <laughs> going to say that. Like, who would have thought they would put a multi-million dollar cricket venue in North Carolina? Yeah. Who I've never met a single human being who's played cricket, I don't think. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but apparently they're... The park that's already there is already a cricket field. They're just going to make it professional. Right now it's more recreational. Okay. Yeah, I don't have anything to say to that other than who knew. <laughs> but that's kind of cool, having a cricket World Cup. All right, my next event that I want to shout out that's happening around Raleigh is this cool exhibit that is happening at the North Carolina Museum of Natural Sciences through March 20th, and it's called Exquisite Creatures, the Art of Christopher Marley. And so this is basically a exhibition, and it's called A Vibrant Exploration of Art, Nature, and Human Need to Connect with the Outside World. So it's basically, it says it's a collection of 350 stunning three-dimensional displays of rare and real reclaimed organisms which are organisms that have died naturally, and then they kind of repurpose their bodies and preserve them in order to make this exhibit. And when I was looking at this online, one of their kind of promotional pictures was a bunch of like really pretty beetles, like iridescent beetles. Ever since I took an entomology class with Clyde Sorensen, I think bugs are cool. And so when I saw this like really pretty picture of all these like beautiful beetles, I just thought that would be really cool to go and see them. And I think it's cool that they are taking these organisms that died in most of them in captivity. They like died naturally. And then they're displaying them so that people can see all of these beautiful creatures that they might have never seen before. And it says Christopher Marley is an Oregon-based artist, naturalist, and photographer. And he uses preserved specimens to illuminate the incredible diversity of nature. It also says his art attempts to break down the opposition between science and aesthetics. So I thought that was really interesting because, you know, there's a lot of really beautiful creatures out there just crawling around and living. And it just seems like a cool exhibit for anyone who's interested in science and nature and prettiness. I actually saw an ad about that a little while ago and it kind of freaked me out because dead things but then I saw like the (laughs) pictures and it actually was pretty. I like saw I had mixed emotions but it was like a bird like a really colorful bird was part of the exhibit which kind of freaked me out because it was just like strung up but at the same time it is really pretty. So I don't know how I feel about it, but it is interesting. Here we've got some sharks, it looks like, some dead sharks. And I don't know if he taxidermies some of these or how he preserves them, but I don't know. Seems cool to me. And this is random, but I definitely recommend taking Entomology 201 with Clyde Sorensen if you, like, need a random elective because... That class was so much fun, and you learn a lot about bugs. For my last tidbit, I wanted to shout out the Technician's Valentine's Day edition that came out Thursday the 10th this week. Um, 
This week's print included a lot of your normal Valentine's Day, like date culture on campus, what to do for a singles Valentine's Day, the best romantic movies to watch, but something I really found interesting and really appreciated about this edition was how sex positive it was. This week's print includes opinion pieces about sex stigma, sexual health pieces, sex communication classes, and topics on sex research. Um, I just found this very, I don't know if empowering is the right word, but like it's very nice to see people opening up and normalizing the topic of sex because it is really important as a campus full of people who are doing the things and need to know how to take care of themselves. So, the people who are getting down. The people who are getting it, the girls who get it, get it. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I'm just, I thought it was really cool and I love to see it. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, sorry. Um... <laughs> period that's just it period yeah we have a lot of really interesting articles we have a funny article about different student opinions on dating some people really went in on dating culture in college we also have a really good resources article there's lots of resources about where you could go on campus to get contraceptives mental and psychological support if you're dealing with your sexuality. STD and STI tested. Just important resources that any old college student might need. There's also features on two really cool professors at NC State, Dr. John Stadler and Dr. Cami Kasinko. They are both sex researchers. Dr. Stadler uh, focuses on pornography, while I think... Kasinko just does sexual communication. Yeah, she does sexual communication. Um, But yeah, they have great classes and are great people to talk to about all the things. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, this has been Eye on the Triangle with Avery and Abigail. We hope that you enjoyed hearing about some things that are happening around campus, around the city, and just around you. Uh, I guess we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for having us. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening, and you can listen to more episodes at wknc.org slash podcasts. And you can also tune in every Sunday at 6 p.m. to hear new Eye on the Triangle episodes. Music in this episode has been Newsroom, provided by Kevin McLeod.